Okay, hello everybody. Hi everyone. Hello, hello. My name is Peter Tam. I'm with my uh, co-host Leslie. <laughs> Peter, why do you always look so irritated? <laughs> um. <laughs> or is it just me? <laughs> I I take a Russian view, which is when. When you smile, it's a sign of weakness. Even though I smile a lot, but um, in the office, there is a show called The Office, and then Dwight also said that in uh, in the chimpanzee world, smiling is also a sign of weakness. As in Russia, also they don't just randomly throw out smiles just for fun. Mm. You have to have um, to be serious. Obviously, when you're approaching the, if you want to break some tension, you you can't be a Mr. Serious there. But you know these my facial expressions they tend to they tend to reflect how I'm feeling sometimes. Sometimes they don't. So in this case, they actually do. I'm before I record, I I get I have a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> Anyways. How was your week? Um, the week was fine. Tuesday was election day. Well, it's been a few weeks since um, since we recorded, so I have a few things to talk about. Um, so these last two weeks, I've been uh, in in real estate terms. The term is called farming, where you go into your neighborhood. Are going to you go to a neighborhood and then you um you you pass out you pass out flyers, flyers all this annoying uh, tr um, paperwork flyers door hangers that kind of stuff. Um, do you knock on doors and try to meet your neighbors? Or? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Now I just um, I've been working with a. Uh, a senior realtor who supposedly knows what he's doing, so both of our faces are on this flyer. <laughs> and then he ordered like freaking like eight hundred, eight eight hundred like just sold flyers, and then eight hundred uh, Veterans Day flyers, eight hundred Thanksgiving flyers. So I have to be in the neighborhoods a lot. So um, also in Covina, a lot of the the houses they don't they have no soliciting signs. So I just I just hang hang him out. Obviously, if if a guy's like washing his car or whatever, then you can make some chit chat with him. But if not, then you're not gonna just hang hang the door hanger and move on. So yeah, I've been getting a lot of exercise lately, and, and it's how been many good. flyers do you pass out a day? Um, it. 150 to 200 wow, or more but it de it depends uh, if it's obviously if it's homes it's it's a bit more um it takes a longer time per house and then but then if it's condos obviously like these condos you can um, like do 300 in like an hour or so it depends what type of housing situation it is but mostly over there it's single family homes so 
I've been walking a lot. I saw that you recently went to LA, which is interesting because that's not your area. Oh yeah, so the Real Estate Association Tri-Counties, they had a, in cooperation with Wells Fargo, they had this uh, tour basically where uh, Wells Fargo paid for us to hop on a bus and then to downtown LA and then there's these really upscale condos that are next to the convention center LA convention center in downtown LA and the lofts they're not lofts they're, they have studios one bedroom two bedrooms a studio is 600,000 oh my goodness and then a two bedroom is like 1.3 million and the association is uh, for the two bedroom the association is like 11 1200 for the uh, studio to association 700 so wow it's very pricey now would you i know you're you're a married woman but uh, would you and your significant other ever consider living in an otherly urban environment like that uh assuming you only had one dog <laughs> no, it's not something that appeals to me, and I would not pay six hundred thousand dollars for a studio. I think that's. Well, I mean, I just don't. We don't have the money for that. Um, it's too crammed too. I think in LA, I like more space. Although it is nice because you're surrounded by so many different you know, restaurants and nightlife. So that's, I can see why a lot of people would be attracted to that lifestyle, but I don't think it's necessarily for me and definitely not for Frank. He doesn't like too many people and he hates traffic and there's a ton of traffic in LA. Okay. What about downtown San Diego? I like downtown San Diego. Boom. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> That was, we went there, we went there a few times when we were younger and it was a lot of fun. I don't know if we would necessarily enjoy that fast pace now that we're older. Um, I see. But I can see why people are attracted to that or why, why they would want to live there. Especially if you're like a bachelor or you're, you know, you're single, you want to party. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a living situation that's more situated for if you have um, if you have no kids. Mm -hmm. So either one one single person or a couple. It's not a family type of situation. What about you? Would you live? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm a country boy. You're not a country boy. <laughs> Chino Hills is not the country, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a country boy, so I would not enjoy living here. I mean, living in that type of urban environment. What? what you know there's you coyotes think? outside, right? No, there's not. Yeah, I see coyotes walking around. No. And the rabbits. Those are dogs. <laughs> They're not coyotes. <laughs> They're not dogs. I can tell the difference between a coyote and a dog. <laughs> there are no coyotes here. What did you think of the, what were they, 
apartments or condos? Oh yeah, the uh, yeah they were nice. Um, were they in a nice area? Well, it's downtown, so every what's an... <coughs> excuse me, um, some granola in my throat, but um, yeah, so it's downtown, so you know everywhere is not. It's it's by the convention center, so I guess it's okay. There's a smart and final right outside, which is convenient, so you don't need to. <laughs> go somewhere to go shopping it's you have a market at your doorstep they have really good rotisserie chickens at Smart and Final just FYI okay thank you for that <laughs> um so that was in the news which um also if anyone's interested in those types of condos make sure to contact me um my uh, Instagram is Vision of Tam. You can send me a message there, or you can uh, send an email to mentaldebriefing at gmail.com. If you have any viewer questions, listener questions, also send them to mentaldebriefing at gmail.com. And uh, me and Leslie will answer your questions. Also, um, this Tuesday, I was a it was election day this Tuesday, and I wanted to make $100, so I signed up to be a poll worker for County of San Bernardino, <laughs> and it was very busy. You have to wake up at 5 a.m. I saw the sunrise, and you know, I, I see very few sunrises every year. But it was a very busy experience. Um, I democracy was at work, and <laughs> my my coworkers, some of them were fast, some of them weren't. Well, so some of them were fast. Like the speed that they work. Well, what do you have to do anyway? Basically, you're just shoveling people, shuttling people <laughs> around. It's it's a lot. Shoveling. Shoveling people. To, shuttling. I don't know if it's shuttling or shuffling, but basically, you're like, uh, go to that uh, voting booth. So and you're directing people. Yeah, it's it's a lot of crowd control, and um, the line was big because usually when it's slower or whatever during the more minor elections, then they can come and go at their leisure. But then this time there was a high higher turnout so because of that a lot of it was crowd control type of stuff and San Bernardino County still uses paper ballots so hmm. I tear out the ballot I give it to them and then tell them which box to put it in you know all this it's not rocket science let's just say that but <laughs> democracy was at work and it was good to see so, yeah, it was a good experience. It's a lot of hard work for for not so much pay. So, um, you know, you get a, a few thank you for your service, blah, blah, blah. You know, thank you for volunteering. Oh, that's nice. So, uh, it was nice. and But, um, yeah, it was, it was a good experience. And I, I'm glad that I helped democracy along. It's like jury duty. 
you get to participate in your in your community, which is good. Did anything unusual happen, or did you notice anything? Did any arguments break out? Um, there was there was some language issues, as you know. Uh, Chino Hills is a very diverse place, so and there's some Koreans. Their English is not so good, or some Chinese. Their English is not so good, but um. Oh, did you help out with Chinese? I uh, I'm not certified to, so I didn't take the test. Oh. So I explained to them in English, and then, <laughs> but then she went home, and then she came back. So, because she had done done like uh, a practice ballot at home, and then but then she forgot to bring the practice ballot, so so she went home and came back. The Korean ladies, they just wanted the like a Korean inter voter guide thing, so we had some of those. So, so it went can smoothly. you take your practice ballot with you and use that to fill out the actual ballot? Some people do, yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. I mailed my ballot. Yeah, I usually do the uh, mail-in absentee ballots, so I don't need to deal with all that, but. This is my first year mailing in my ballot, and it was really convenient. So. That's good to hear. Shout out for mail-in ballots. What would you think, or what would you do if someone took a photo of your ballot without you knowing? Um, well, you're not supposed to, so. Is that, isn't that illegal? Of someone else? Yeah, yeah, I guess, but... Even if it's your spouse. <laughs> so, that happened to me where Frank and I were talking about the different measures on the ballot and what we chose, either yes or no, and then I forgot what I had chosen for one of them, and then Frank is like, oh, that's okay, I took a photo of your ballot <laughs> so I can tell you. And I was so mad. Wouldn't you be upset if someone did that, even if it's your spouse? Well, you need to. Maybe you shouldn't do the mail invalid. <laughs> Perhaps you should go to a. Do you think I was wrong for being kind of upset? Um. Or do you agree with me? I agree with you. Thank not to, you. not to get into a conflict with you two, but. Thank you. Um, anyways, yeah, so democracy worked. What did you think of the results? Um, we have a no politics policy on this um, <laughs> the, um, pod, podcast, but uh, I'm happy that rent control was defeated. What do you mean? So, that's good. That there aren't any limitations? Or what do you mean? Well, they uh, Prop 10 rent control. It's, uh, people voted no, so so there's the same as it was November 5th. Oh, okay. So. Why are you happy about that? Because I don't like the government telling me what I can and cannot do on private property. Mm. But... The prices are just so high. A lot of people can't afford to really even rent a place. And that's really unfortunate. I, I know it's supply and demand. Um, 
but it just seems like there's so many, and I, again, I'm not, I know that I'm not the most informed person, but it just seems that there's so many restrictions as far as developers being able to build more homes. So there aren't that many homes for people to be to live in and so the prices are really high no one can afford them and it's just a really unfortunate situation so what can we do about it well you the uh, the governments should lower the restrictions on home builders because mm-hmm. it's it's very hard right now to to build homes um in california it takes years and years for these projects to get off the ground and that's a problem which it discourages the home builders and then because there's less supply then there's uh and the population keeps increasing then prices Mm -hmm. the rent prices go up so um there needs to be less regulations on home builders but of course i'm gonna get in an argument with someone because of this so um yeah it's there's no good solutions because this whole thing where people like to live in in interesting places and they turn their backs on suburban life and all that it's it affects it affects uh housing prices also because you know they're less prone to go move to fontana or whatever when oh yeah i want to be close to I want to be close to LA or so so these people would they're they're more they would rather pay several hundred dollars more rent a month and then live in a place that's culturally cool rather mm-hmm. than you know drive 20 30 minutes more and then live someplace where they can save $500 a month on rent but um, so what if I don't know why this sounds in uh, LA or one of those metropolitan cities, and they don't want to commute. Well, uh, that's a valid reason. Yeah, that's a valid reason. So you, if that's the case, there are certain certain condos in downtown LA that, if you're interested in purchasing, make sure to contact me. <laughs> um. But yeah, you can have that urban lifestyle too, which is you live next to your work and then you can save time. So everything's a trade-off, you know. If if you wanna, um, for example, in in um, where where we used to work in Rancho Cucamonga, mm-hmm. there was a golf course next to said um, next next to said office building. Well, that golf course is gone now. Um, because no one plays golf and they're building apartments there. So mm. let's say you work there, you can buy an apartment there and then you're walking distance to, to work. So that's a trade off too. And if you're willing to, let's say pay two, $300 more of rent a month, mm-hmm. but then you have, uh, less commuting time, that's a good consideration, but everything's a trade off. You can't have perfect stuff. The perfect neighborhoods that are close that are in good good schools low crime rate those are typically very high priced so it's a trade-off on what you want to do
and then of course the husband and wife if they work on opposite ends then you know you want to live closer to his work or her work or blah 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 or in the middle there's a lot of types of trade-offs there so is there any I, I know i didn't really i just think it's becoming increasingly difficult for people and families to be able to afford a decent residence here in california and they're having to work more than one job sacrificing time with their family and i we need to do something about that or else it's just going to get worse well there's there might be another um housing bubble is that what you say um where people you know they're purchasing these homes and then all of a sudden they can't afford it anymore and then they lose the home and it becomes a huge issue well when um during the housing you know a, a, a bubble popped and then during 2010 through 2014 mm-hmm. um that's the time you should be buying a home but then people listen to the media and you, the media is not the most trustworthy organization so mm-hmm. they the media says, oh, yeah, the housing market is bad, blah, blah, blah. But then in a bad market, that's when you actually should buy a home because that's when the prices are low. But people don't understand, and then mm-hmm. they they take the media's word as gospel instead of talking to a real estate professional. So uh, they, don't trust, they don't trust a real estate professional who actually works in the industry instead they trust a news person who rents an apartment so i mean it's it's really a a, a difficult um difficult puzzle to solve um in california there's another issue which is um the jobs are in places where people don't live and then they need to uh, drive mm-hmm. certain distances to get to such places um for example the inland empire doesn't have a lot of jobs and that's where a lot of the housing is affordable so that's a big issue mm-hmm. and this is according to the california association of realtors which is true a lot of people they they live in la orange county then housing's too expensive or whatever they move to the inland empire and then from there they uh, they move on to Arizona or Texas. So that's usually how the pattern works. They, they're from these coastal areas, like the Bay Area, San Jose, or whatever. Then they go to Stockton or, or Central Valley places, um, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And then um, they, they then drive up the prices in those areas. And then um, the people that are from Sacramento or from Riverside or Moreno Valley, then they can't afford it because the prices are now higher and then they then get shifted out of state. So that's how the pattern goes. Obviously, California is also business unfriendly, so that creates another issue because then the prices of houses are high, but there's 
not not a lot of uh, great jobs around that are not government related. So it's there's a, there's a lot of issues that we can't cover all right now. But uh, also, um, how was your week? Um, my week was it was good. Um, same. I mean, nothing's really changed. Still at the hospital. Um, this is my eighth week of my clinical rotation, so I'm almost done. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm seeing about seven. Last uh, when was it? Yeah, yesterday I saw seven patients in the ICU floor. So, um. Yeah, I'm supposed to be seeing, by the end of my rotation, I'm supposed to be seeing around 10 patients a day, uh, which can be challenging when you're on the ICU floor. Um, so working on that, and then I applied for graduation yesterday, which was really exciting because I can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel after a long journey, so I'm really excited about that. So that's, that was my week. And then I saw you last weekend on Saturday. We saw the fights, DC versus the Black Beast. What were your thoughts? Um, yeah, that fight was also talk into the center of the mic, please. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the fight was as expected, nothing too outrageous. Um, yeah, DC won, which everyone expected. How about you? Yeah, I was a bit nervous because I know how strong the Black Beast is. So, you know, you just never know. He can have a lucky um, punch. So I was a little bit nervous, but yeah, it, it um, it ended the way that I expected, so it wasn't surprising. And I thought it was really sweet that he brought his kids up and took photos with his family, so I thought that was really sweet. But I'm looking forward to seeing him and possibly John Jones fight again. What do you think about that rematch? Um, he doesn't want to fight John Jones, so. He said he does. He wants to. Fight Brock Lesnar and and I mean you He's saw entertaining it. the idea of fighting uh, John Jones if John Jones wins against Gustafson. He, yeah, that's correct. So. I think he has one more fight left, so um, he's gonna choose wisely. I don't think he's he's gonna drop back down to two hundred five, um, but uh, we'll see. Also, um, my boy Chris Weidman lost, which was incredibly, incredibly sad. Um, <laughs> I've been a longtime Chris Weidman fan. Um, and it was boxing with Jockeray. He didn't take Jockeray down, even though he's a all-American wrestler. And yes, Jockeray has is skilled on the floor as a BJJ practitioner, but Chris Weidman is also good on the ground. Um, so, you know, everything's in hindsight, obviously, and 
he fell in love with trading shots with Chakra, and <laughs> Chakra landed a lucky punch, and that's the end of it. So, you know, hindsight, you, sh- you should have uh, taken him down, waste some time, and then and then the round would have ended, but uh, he decided to um, continue boxing, and whenever you're, you're boxing, you always have that danger of mm-hmm. getting caught. Yeah, and DC didn't take that risk. He knew what um, what the weaknesses, um, Black, Beast, Black Beast weaknesses, it's just so weird saying that. What is his real name? Anyway? Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis's weaknesses, so he took him down right away and submitted him. Um, so I thought that was really smart. Very strategic. Yes. Also, um, I think Chris needs a, Chris Weidman needs to change the scenery. His last four fights have been, I think last four or five fights have been in New York. And he's like one in three (laughs) in New York. So he needs to go back to fighting in Las Vegas. Um, Why? Does that matter? <laughs> Sometimes when you're at home, you have a lot of distractions because his family's there, and then oh. family distractions, friend distractions, a lot of stuff when you're at home. And then sometimes, mm. you know, you know, when when you have to go somewhere, you're more mentally focused and prepared because you know you just turn off your phone. That's it, and then no one can reach you except for your team. So mm. I just. You know, he he needs a change of scenery. It's, I mean... So you think he should train somewhere else? I don't know. He should train in New York, but during the fight time, he should probably schedule a fight that doesn't take place (laughs) in New York because it hasn't gone well for him. I don't know what it is. Maybe he's distracted by his family, maybe other issues, but... I disagree. I think... I agree in a sense with what you're saying, that being close to his family is a distraction, but I think he should train away from his family so he can focus on just training and working on his weaknesses, and then, you know, fight wherever he, wherever they, they ask him to fight. I don't think it's necessarily up to him. I think the reason that they had him on the card is because he's from New York and he's going to attract New Yorkers because they um, relate to him in a sense. So it's not up to him. Well, it is kind of because... I mean, he has to agree to take the fight, but I think one of the reasons why they asked him is because he's a native New Yorker. There was a... His his last fight with, with Gastelum was a fight night. And he didn't really need to take that fight either, but um, he wanted to, because he's, he's a Long Island guy, and that was the first time they were actually in Long Island instead of Manhattan, and he pushed for that fight also. So mm-hmm. he's, I just think something needs to, something needs to change, whether whether it's the fight location or he needs another coach. Or whatever, but is he has good coaches. Matsur is part of his team, so mm. he, uh, he has good stuff. Um, in other news, um, TJ and Henry Cejudo are going to fight at 125, which is weird. And 
and Askren is in the UFC. And uh, Floyd Mayweather is oh, yeah. a uh, Japan fight. Um, he was going to do an exhibition, but apparently he canceled that, so that was a false false alarm. Hmm. What are they scheduled to fight? Who? Mayweather and the Japanese fighter. Well, that was supposed to be uh, New Year's Eve, but it's it's canceled now. Wait, what? It's been canceled. Why? Um, unknown reasons. Huh. I, I, it's probably a money issue, um, because Ryzen can barely stay afloat uh-huh. as a company, and then paying one foot Mayweather is, might be, uh, too much for them, so. You would think they would have already worked that out before announcing the fight. Yeah. I don't know, some of these, some of these organizations kind of fly by night. Not everyone's as professional as, as the top three, which is UFC, Bellator, and, and one. You know, there, there's like tons and tons of um, MMA organizations. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's Combate Americas, which is like the Mexican, mm-hmm. Latino one. And then there's Road FC, which is Korean. So there's a whole bunch of these, King of the Cage, of course, there's a whole bunch of these minor league type of Oh, so this was leagues. a mixed martial arts league? I thought it was just boxing. Well, they, it's it's Ryzen, which is um, where Gabby Garcia competes. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. I thought it was strictly boxing. So, but they also put, like, kickboxing stuff on, so... Mm. Um, yeah, so it didn't work out for Floyd, but how do you feel about, uh... Oh, yeah, Ben Askren's gonna fight, um, Robbie Lawler. Um... I feel nothing about them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what UFC is thinking, because Ben Askren was talking shit about everyone except Robbie Lawler, and then they <laughs> they booked a fight with him and Robbie Lawler. It's like, what the freak? It should have been Darren Till, but... Yeah. Because they were talking shit to each other, but I'm just looking forward to Cyborg versus Nunez, and also Valentina versus um, I forgot her name. Joanna. Yeah, Joanna. That's gonna be good. Mm, those are the two main fights that I'm looking forward to. Oh, and then John Jones as well. Yes, John Jones Gustafson. Yes. Although, I'm not too happy that they let him back into the league, but it is what it is. Okay, um, speaking of, um, well, we'll do a sidebar after, but um, how do you feel about uh, about Joanna uh, Valentina? Does Joanna have a chance? No. Well, yes, of course she does. She's a great fighter. Um, I take that back. No, she's a great fighter, but Valentina just has this... You can just sense the internal rage that she has. Like, I've seen a few of her Instagram posts, and then she has a tattoo of a gun. She's just really intense. I mean, she's... She's, um... She's not messy around. <laughs> I would be very scared of her. 
Yes, she's a she's a cool lady. Um, she's pro Texas. She has a tattoo of her a gun, like you said. Mm-hmm. Her nickname is Bullet, and um, yeah, she she can match up well with uh, even Amanda Nunes. Um, so both of their the Nunes Shevchenko fights were very close. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought she won the last one. Yeah, so so going in and fighting someone from 115, then that's it, it puts you on a, in a very difficult situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we read a book about sleep um, mm-hmm. several moons ago, and sometimes uh, in casual conversation, I bring up sleep, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. and topics that are covered in that book. And a lot of people seem resistant to some of the things that are covered in the book, namely, like, the duration of sleep you need a night, oh, yes, et cetera, et cetera. Different things about that. Some people say you need less. Well, I think most people say that you don't necessarily need... Everyone's different, so you don't necessarily need that amount of sleep. I was pleasantly surprised to learn that Kaiser actually, so they're huge on preventative health, and they actually offer um, sleep classes. Like, they teach you all about sleep, the importance of sleep, and it's um, like a a program in a sense. It's four different classes all about sleep. I don't know the exact details, but it's obviously so important that a large organization like Kaiser would offer classes on that exact topic. I see. So when, when you, uh, it's come up in some casual conversations with you or mm-hmm. you're talking with people, what type of pushback do you? I think a lot of people just, you know, they'll say something like, oh, that's why we have coffee. Like you don't need to sleep. And people just think like that you need to, you know, Like, they pride themselves on only getting a few hours of sleep because they're, you know, they're hardworking and they need to, like, get all these things done. So I think they convince themselves that sleep isn't really that important, and it is. Yeah, I've been getting some, uh, I've been spreading the gospel of sleep, as they say, Mm -hmm. and... I've been getting some pushback. A lot of it's like uh, everybody's, you know, everybody needs a different amount, and mm-hmm. and everybody's different. Some people need less. Some people need more. Mm-hmm. You know, a variation of that stuff, and you know, based on the book, there's only one percent of people that can operate efficiently for a long duration of time with five hours of sleep a day so mm-hmm. uh, but then a lot of people assume they're part of that elite group that only needs five hours of sleep a day and they're like oh yeah I feel groggy when when I take a nap and all this stuff and mm-hmm. when I wake up I wake up and then I don't I don't go back to bed blah 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 so mm-hmm. there's it it's weird that people I guess they don't want to hear it or 
it's hard. Yeah, that's it's, the same with nutrition, I think. I think people, for the most part, more or less know, you know, like, what they kind of should eat and foods that they should eat in moderation. But then it's hard to to carry that out. And then as far, you know, same with sleep. Like, people know that they should sleep for maybe, like, approximately seven hours. But we go to sleep late because we're distracted, you know, doing things. And then most of us have to get up early to go to work. Um, so, I think it's just, I think people know they just, they they convince themselves like it's not a big deal it's okay yeah yeah it's it's been it's been weird having sleep related conversations and uh <laughs> what kind of sleep conversations have you been having no i mean it's just the same stuff um you know what i said there mm-hmm. they're they say oh yeah every i don't need that much blah 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 and mm-hmm they seem resistant to the fact that they probably need one hour more of sleep. And then most, well, pretty much everyone drinks coffee. So I don't think a lot of people take into consideration the effect that coffee has on us. So yes, you're, you're, you know, you're awake, but a lot of it has to do with the coffee that you're consuming and people drink coffee throughout the day. It's not just once in the morning. A lot of people are drinking multiple cups a day. There's nothing wrong with drinking coffee necessarily, but... Well, in a sense, there is because it's keeping you up and you can't go to sleep. And so you're reliant or you're dependent on it to Mm. stay awake. I see, yes. I've been trying to cut back on the... Oh, yeah, there is... um, Speaking of coffee, there is a... There is a... Drink. I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's called uh, mate, M-A-T-E. Um, Do we need a pause so I can look it up? I've heard of it. Okay, let me. Uh, t- we will uh, take a quick pause here. Okay, we're back online now. Okay. Um. So Leslie has looked up what mate is, and it's a caffeine infused drink that's prepared by steeping dried leaves of yerba mate i could be pronouncing that wrong i'm not sure um in hot water and is served with a metal straw uh in domestically a lot of people they go to um, sprouts or or trader joe's or whatever and they sell the it's like in a 20 ounce can kind of like in a monster type of can the the tall Mm-hmm. The tall can, and it's cold, and then you buy it, and then you know you drink it like a soda, and I've been drinking some of that to cut back on coffee, <laughs> and is it because it has less caffeine? Why are you drinking that instead of coffee? Well. <laughs> it's uh, belie- believed to have some health benefits. 
um, the benefits, which is unknown at this point. But um, <laughs> uh, there's also something that it might cause mouth cancer. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I was just reading that. It's well, it says that the research suggests that the correlation with esophageal cancer is entirely from damage caused by the cost of esophagus by burns from the hot liquid as opposed to damage caused by chemicals in the, the mate itself. I don't know. I haven't read the research myself, so I don't know. Okay, so we will uh, both consume some mate before our next recording. And... Um, Oh, here are some other properties, though. This is probably why you decided to start drinking it. So it says it contains B and C vitamins, polyphenol antioxidants, and has a slightly higher antioxidant capacity than green tea. Fantastic. Um, yeah, there, there was a show called uh, Mozart in the Jungle oh. on, on Amazon Prime. I heard about that. And it looked really good. The, the composer guy, he drink he drinks like the traditional latte, which is you you drink it from the, using the metal straw, mm -hmm. and he always has his assistant um, Haley, which is the the uh, the star of the show, make the latte for him. Um, that was season one, um, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll go to the store and try. But of course, when most of it you know, I, I've, I have a bunch of green tea and stuff that I brew, mm -hmm. um, whole leaf green tea and, um, oolong tea, but when I went to buy the mate, I just bought the, uh, tall can variety, so. I wonder if the benefits are the same, if you drink it from the can versus, um, soaking the tea leaves in the hot water. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious if preparation... Um, affects the amount of nutrients. Correct. So I think um, I want to start a new segment where we um, kind <laughs> of do some uh, self-experimentation on uh, various health products, fads, that kind of stuff. So um, oops. Since we're uh, talking about mate, we can uh, both drink some mate during the week. Mm -hmm. You can also buy some for Frank or vice versa. And then um, drink it in the morning or night, whenever. And then we'll talk about it next time and see how it affected you, how you felt, etc., etc. <laughs> okay. And then... Um, in future episodes, we can uh, test out other stuff and do some food challenges, that kind of stuff. So I want to also spend like, uh, do like a week where I eat soup plantation at least once a day. <laughs> um, those types of things. So that's in the future. I will... I'll think about it. <laughs> the mate or the other stuff? <laughs> the other stuff. No, I'll try the mate. Okay, yes. So, 
I don't know if I'll be doing any food challenges though. Okay, also like kombucha and stuff. I really hate that stuff. I've never tried kombucha. There's a lot of people who love it and they swear that it, um, what did some lady say recently? She said that it helped and it improved her GI symptoms. I don't know. It could be a placebo effect. It could, she, I mean, or it actually could have helped her. I don't know. And then, um, so, so we'll, we'll try to turn this more health related. <laughs> um, so yeah. Other than that, um, we have 10 minutes left, so, um. Any updates on your dating life? I think I'm going on a date tomorrow, so. With who? We'll see uh, some girl on Match.com, so. Who is she? Um, we'll get into more details the next time. Um. Where are you going to go? Uh, we're going to have pie at Marie Callender's. Oh, jeez. I've, I've had previous Marie Callender dates, and they've, they've all sunk, so I'm... Uh, they've all sucked? No, well, they it was like a sh the ship sunk. So then why are you going back there? Um, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But... You know, I, I prefer to, to you know, if, if someone's local, you know, then I, I take them to the, uh, Why don't you just go to, like... to the Bass Fish Shops, and Bass Pro Shops, excuse me. Um, those are cool dates. Uh, There's so many but, nicer restaurants. I mean, it doesn't have to be expensive, but just, you know, something better than Marie Callender's. Uh... As a note, we don't insult Marie Callender's on this <laughs> podcast, so... What? Why? Marie Callender's... We're not, like, sponsored by them. Insults about Marie Callender's are off-limits on this podcast. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, so, th so that'll luck. be exciting. Um, other than that... Um... Yeah, I'm excited for that, but I have an open house uh, also, so, and then tomorrow there's a bunch of UFC fights also, but, um, oh yes, I'll be watching those, um, with uh, Mike Perry versus that cowboy Cerrone guy, mm -hmm. so that'll be exciting, 